Hello, and welcome to the Vessel Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Samara, and we're back. Oh my god, it's been a minute. <laughs> um, it's been approximately probably like 11 days since I last did one, or did an episode. Um, I'm not going to apologize, because I've been busy, but um, I miss it. I miss the podcast, honestly. Um, I have a lot to fill you guys in on a lot like way more than i would possibly be able to fit in one episode but um you know hopefully i can start doing these episodes a lot more frequently um especially since it is almost summer break for me so um well got one more one more month but you know just we're almost there we're in the last stretch of it so you know as summer rolls around hopefully i'll be able to do more episodes but We'll worry about that on another day. Um, yeah. Happy Sunday. Happy, what is it? May 23rd, 2021. That's when I'm recording this, at least. I just saw 111 um, on the timer, so that's fun. Um, speaking of synchronicities, we'll get into that a lot more later. But, yeah. Welcome back. God, I miss this, honestly. I miss talking to a microphone. Um... I miss shouting into the void. It does have its perks every, you know, once in a while. Um, but yeah. So, if you're new here, welcome. This is the Vessel Effect Podcast, where I basically talk about everything under the sun from the perspective of a 16-year-old, um, in 2021, which is, you know, interesting. (laughs) just being being alive in 2021 it gets more and more interesting as the months go by but yeah and uh, i talk about mainly spirituality and love and things that go on in my life and lessons that i've learned and hopefully you can take something away from them or if you don't then thanks for listening to me rant for an hour um but yeah that's pretty much it if you're not new here, welcome back. I'm so glad you're back. Um, yeah, I'm so glad to be back, though. I, I really did miss this podcast. It feels like I come back here, like, twice a month, but um, I do want to do it more frequently. We'll see, though. Um, yeah, so a lot has changed. A lot has changed. Um, mainly, God, I would need to, like, write down a list of everything that's happened since the last episode. I think it was, like, March 10th, the last episode? Or even earlier than that? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so, I have a new admirer, um, or a person that I'm admiring, who also, I think, admires me. We'll see. Um, I am planning on going to college now. Um, if you are a frequent, or if you are a, um, frequent listener to this podcast, you know that I was not planning on going to college, but then things changed, and I all of a sudden got a really big motivation to go, and so now I'm planning on going, so that's very exciting. Also, sorry if you can hear all of the cars driving by, it just rained, and, um, it is like 9.45, so you know, people are heading home, but yeah. So yeah, there's a lot that changed and I will get into all of that, but ultimately 
um i'm just gonna do like a little catch-up episode you know i don't know how long this episode is gonna be we'll see how long it goes um you know we'll see what the topic ends up being oh also if you're new here i don't plan out my episodes so you know it's pretty much just going with the flow every episode um yeah it's fun i love it um so recently the month of may it's it's coming to an end very soon in a month or in a month in a week it's coming to an end in in a week um which is fun it's fun um june is almost here we're in gemini season oh god i i have a weird relationship with gemini's as a virgo virgo sun libra moon cancer rising i don't know i like i'm supposed to have a pretty decent relationship with gemini's with my um libra moon and cancer rising like just normally those two signs tend to merge well with gemini's i think but my i don't know why but i just cannot trust most of them it's not even with the stereotype of like oh gemini's are two-faced you know it's just like the the gemini's that i've met in my life most of them have been pretty untrustworthy so i tend to avoid them at all costs um yeah although i do i do appreciate gemini's you know they're they're pretty interesting and they're they have very unique insights on life and stuff like that like they have very they're very unique people but at the same time they also kind of leech off of people's personalities and kind of mold them to be their own and um i don't know I, i just have a weird relationship with gemini's it's not even like a bad thing it's just i just don't mix well with them you know it's okay you know i don't need to like every astrological sign there is um like how i don't like sagittarius's i mean generally i just don't like them i think some of them are cool some of some of them are definitely cool my friend sydney is a sagittarius and i love her but she's like one of the only sagittarius's that i can like actually stand so (laughs) like it's just yeah um but anyways um, this month of May, the month of May has been pretty revolutionary, honestly. Like, it has been a very busy month of focusing on myself and working on myself and just kind of, um, getting myself in a place where I want to be, you know, that mainly has revolved around improving my skin, um, drinking a lot more water, uh, what else, um you know, just taking care of my body a lot more, um, I guess, and really giving energy to the things that I do love in life, like, um, you know, art, obviously, um, just being creative in some way, like, I've been making it a point, or making it a priority to, um, constantly be creative and, constantly be in in a um in a high vibration you know and that has been working out pretty well for me like i've been this month has been pretty good for me if you've been listening to the podcast consistently you know that i've kind of had a rocky start to 2021 but um since like mid-april i guess um i've been doing pretty decent you know um 
honestly have no complaints as well um you know no super um detrimental or serious complaints about my life right now um you know i'm just kind of riding out the end of the school year i am you know preparing for summer um i love summer summer is my favorite second favorite season i love spring personally spring is my favorite season and then um and then uh what is it uh summer yeah uh i love the two seasons like they're just so nice and i love how lively they are i love how lively people become when these two seasons arise and all of a sudden everyone's outside and enjoy nature and nature's thriving too so I love these two seasons and especially where we're at right now where it's finally getting warmer but it's not like brutally warm you know it's not like August weather but you know it's just nice you know it's where you can finally start kind of going out getting to the getting to the beach you know um yeah and especially now that I live in the suburbs it is like a completely different atmosphere like you just feel totally more inclined to go outside and you know explore and just kind of you know do whatever and just kind of yeah just kind of be that suburban kid (laughs) you know like I don't know I think um like moving to the suburbs coming from you know a big city to the suburbs um and that transition has kind of made me feel like I could like I'm in a coming of age movie where I'm kind of like the new kid in the suburbs who you know comes from a really big city and I'm totally uncomfortable with the suburbs but you know it's kind of cool at the same time and you know I ride down the street with my um super suburban bike and <laughs> like making new friends and stuff even though I haven't made a single friend in Evanston um oh I just doxed myself oh well um <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's a, it's a new environment, and it's definitely scary, but even, like, what I did last night, like, I went outside, um, oh my god, I went outside, <laughs> like, I, I never go outside, but I went outside, and I took a walk, and it was really beautiful, it was so nice outside, and the sun was setting, so, you know, the way it was setting like over the super expensive mansions and stuff I was like oh my god this is so beautiful I feel like I'm in a different dimension and I went to the beach and I just sat and I just sat at the beach and wrote like you know I was just writing some poetry and then just some little monologues or whatever and you know seeing all the kids play around and seeing like groups of teenagers every now and then like just walking by and giving me like weird stares and just like okay all right you I get it you're cool you're suburban you're cool we get it you know um oh my god 11 11 sorry (laughs) the timer again um yeah but it's it's really interesting because now I'm in a new environment I feel much more inclined to um you know take advantage of it and actually um you know like almost be a new person like the summer I'm really going to take advantage of you know being the new kid essentially making a new name for myself um that's the beauty of moving is that now you're in a new environment you don't know anyone and you know next year I'm going to be transferring to a new school I'm not going to say what school I'm going to but <laughs> I'll be going to a new school and I'll be a totally new person no one knows me here 
but I can I can be whoever I want which is so cool and I'm so excited to you know essentially just recreate rebrand myself and you know yeah just kind of enjoy my last like my last school year before um college you know and that's crazy like next year technically I'm going to be in college what in the world I that, that trips me out so bad like I know technically I still got I still have one more school year but like next year 2022 September is when I'll be in college or more like August um which is insane um but yeah <laughs> it's just a weird weird thought but yeah I like I made a summer bucket list yesterday um it has a lot of cool stuff on it I'm excited to get to all of them hopefully all of them probably won't but that's okay um and it's exciting like life life just gets way more exciting in the summer I don't know why but it just does it feels like a totally new chance to do something that you like previously didn't have time to do before because obviously you have school and you know extracurricular activities but during the summer in most cases you'll have way more time to do that you know I I personally don't plan on getting like an actual job during the summer hopefully I can like in the month of June is when I'm, I'm going to start opening up my Etsy shop and you know preparing like prints and you know doing a lot of cool projects and art projects and posting them on there and hopefully making enough money to support myself in some way um or at least have money to you know have fun this summer um but yeah so that's exciting and um just getting to put myself out there you know and people I feel like they don't really acknowledge the fact that each and every day is a new opportunity to be someone completely different and it's not even to be like or it's not even to say like you need to change yourself or you need to be a totally different person in order to be um cool or in order to be like your higher your higher self I guess because you you are still yourself you know at the end of the day but at the same time each and every day each and every second really is a chance to elevate and a chance to be who you really want to be because ultimately the body you're born in like this is why I call this is why I call the podcast the vessel effect because you are a soul inside of a body you are not your body you are not you know your mind you're you you are literally just a soul inhabiting a body and going through a human experience like you aren't confined to the things that you have you know told yourself you are you know like if you say like you have anxiety okay well sure you have anxiety but you can also be much more than that you know that doesn't have to be your defining trait that doesn't have to be your defining you know thing about you that can be you know there's nothing wrong with having anxiety like I personally have really bad anxiety like social anxiety like that's why I never leave my house is because I get really scared about leaving my house and and you know like when I started high school um I would have like frequent like breathing issues because I was so tense and I was so anxious and scared that I like wouldn't breathe and so I'd be gasping for air at certain points like just trying to breathe because I I was so tense um and I was also really depressed but 
as soon as I realized that I have the power to change myself or change that about myself, I don't have to be um, stuck in this like depressed manner or anxious manner. I can be someone who rises above that instead. Um, and so that was just a nice thing to realize about myself is that I am more than my body. I am more than the things that I have told myself I am, you know, I am an ENFP, I am a Virgo sun, even as, even astrology is like fun, but we don't need to attribute, you know, our astrological sign traits to ourselves, you know, there are a lot of things that follow like that, there are a lot of Virgo stereotypes that I personally do not relate to, like for example, I am not a clean freak, I literally, my room is a mess 24-7, it hasn't been clean in a while. <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie about that. Like, there are papers everywhere, journals everywhere, random stuff. There's a cowboy hat on the floor. Not sure why that's there. And yet, like, I, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not that type of Virgo, you know. Um, and I accept that about myself. I'm a messy person. I know. <laughs> I'm more than um, accepting of that. I mean. I don't want to be a messy person, but, you know, I accept that about myself. You know, I'm not like, oh my god, you're so messy, you suck, you know. Um, but, but, yeah, I just, I think the month of May for me has mainly been about who do I want to be and how can I take steps to be that, you know. Like, each and every day is an opportunity to completely change your life completely change your circumstances and you know evolve in a way that you've never done before um like you know i i was feeling super stuck the other day um it's probably like this was two days ago two nights ago i was feeling super stuck like i couldn't do anything like i had a lot of built up emotions and this is where the admirer comes in <laughs> like i I was so anxious to reach out to them, um, just telling them that I miss them and I miss talking to them. Uh, and I was so, I was so fearful. I was so anxious. I was like, and I pray to God that he doesn't listen to this. I pray because I know he's going to make fun of me. I know he's, I know he will in a, in a nice way, but like he still will. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, so I was like, I was so anxious to reach out to him because it's been so long and I missed him and, you know, I just wanted to talk to him and then just, you know, uh, whatever. And I was like, what is stopping me from doing this? Like, obviously I feel like there is something here and that I can do something about this or I can, I have the power to make a move or something, but why am I not doing that? Why do I feel so stuck that I can't even like get myself to clean my room, for example? Why do I feel so stuck that I can't get myself to finish an art project, you know? And it's all about fear, you know? It's all about, like, you know, fear of not only what has been, but also what could be. Because um, I think we think about, like, when it comes to fear, we think about what could go wrong, but we're also afraid of what could go right. We're afraid that the result is not going to be what we expected. In a lot of cases, we're a lot more 
um, prepared for the things that go wrong rather than the things that go right. So when things work out a lot better than we were hoping for, we automatically get super defensive and super self-sabotage-y. Like, oh my god, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. I need to back out of this right now, you know? Like, honestly, I was not expecting him to reciprocate. I wasn't. Like, I wasn't expecting positive results I was I was hoping for them but I wasn't really expecting it and yet things have been fine you know and so I was like I was I was like on cloud nine I was like oh my god this is crazy like how is this life you know um but yeah so it, it wasn't even about fear of what could go wrong it was about things just not going as expected and I guess that's the beauty of, of life is that nothing, nothing is how we will expect it to be. We can daydream and we can um, make preparations for certain things, but ultimately life is so unexpected that, you know, what's even the worth of having expectations, you know? And ultimately the thing that got me to make a move or just to do something with myself was thinking about not the past, not the future, but right now. In this present moment, what do I want? Okay, well, I want to talk to this person. You know, I want to reach out to them and I want to possibly make things go further, you know. And so I reached out. And so I said, okay, that's what I want to do right now. Then I then I will do that. Because ultimately, nothing exists out of the present moment. There are only present moments in our life. It is the past present or the future present you know, all we're going to experience is the now moment. And so that's why you need to prioritize what you want right now. Because also you don't know what the future will be like. And also I was kind of waiting for like a perfect moment to do it. Like I was waiting for the right moment. But then I, I reminded myself, like I always tell myself this, whenever I'm like overanalyzing and over like complicating things by waiting for so long to do something, I'm like, okay, well, there's never going to be a perfect moment to do it. Either something's going to come up or I'm going to make excuses to make it um, not the perfect moment to do it, you know. So I said, you know what, there's no better moment than now because now is all we have. And so I did it. I reached out to him and guess what? Things have been great. Um, I won't go into that because uh, my mom listens to this podcast, so, <laughs> you know, but uh yeah so things have been things have been great ultimately but yesterday i did have a little bit of a panic um panic mainly out of um like just not really understanding where i want to go not just that but also comparison oh my god comparison is such a thief of joy i hate comparing myself to others it sucks. Like, there's nothing good or useful about comparing yourself to others. Um, I mean, eh, I, I guess in, in some ways there is. I, I, I wouldn't even say comparison, though. Comparison and learning from others are two different things, I would say. Because when you're learning from others, you are impartial. You know, you're just looking at it from an observer's point of view, looking at it and being like, what, okay, what do I like about this? You know, what do I not like about this? What can I take from this? Um, but when you're comparing yourself, you are attaching yourself to the, to the, to the product of someone else, you know, whether that product is an art piece that they make or 
their physical manifestation like them as a person that what someone presents to you is literally just a product that they've made especially when it's themselves when they're presenting themselves to you that is something that they made they didn't they aren't most likely they aren't naturally like that in some cases they are you know and that's great but at the same time we manufacture ourselves to be certain ways to appeal to certain people so in a lot of cases comparing yourself is like comparing yourself or comparing yourself to another person is like comparing yourself to like a 30-sided die you know like dice you know it like the the dice is always going to be changing it's going to change depending on how you roll it you, you sometimes you'll get a one sometimes you'll get like a 22 you know and so trying to constantly morph yourself into that number or trying to compare yourself to that die is like what are you even trying to do like you're trying to conform to something that has multiple different sides to it so it's it's just so difficult to even get a a good result from that it's just impossible you know um you know it and that's why I get a little anxious when people are like, oh my god, I wish I had your art style. Oh my god, I wish I had your art talents. And oh my god, I wish I had your creativity. It's like, yes, but also, you know, honor your your journey. You know, honor your creative um, abilities. You know, for me, it is a lot harder than it looks. Like, my art, it looks pretty natural. Like, it comes pretty naturally like I can just whip out a piece of paper and draw like nobody's business but at the same time I need to be in the mental space to do that I can't just whip out a drawing in two seconds flat if I feel like my art is a is total crap you know I can't do that and that also can be attributed to the fact that art for me is so spiritual that if I'm not in a place where I can spiritually connect to my art I won't do it you know it just is that type of thing where it's a hobby that just feels like there is a right time and a wrong time to do it you know um writing is also kind of like that if I just don't feel super like emotionally connected to the thing that I'm doing then I won't do it I won't write I won't draw I won't dance I won't um sculpt I won't do any of that um and so it's like comparing like that's why I tell people to just honor their journey because a lot of the times when they see that I'm making certain art they're seeing the they're seeing the end result of something they're seeing the end result of a product that I've made it's great but at the same time they didn't see the process they didn't see the hours that I spent looking blankly at the canvas not knowing what the fuck to put on it you know they didn't see that they didn't see the fact that I like cried because I from the first draft that I did of that drawing you know they didn't see that they didn't see me doing endless thumbnails on the side of the paper or they didn't see me writing and then getting frustrated from that and so therefore I moved to drawing and then getting frustrated from drawing so I decided to sculpt and that just so happened to be what I needed at the time you know there's a for me there's a medium for there's a there's a time and space for a certain medium and I just need to honor that you know um so yeah I guess my point is just comparing yourself to others is just such a thief of joy 
and I did that yesterday. I, I mean, I've been doing it for a very long time for my entire life, you know, but yesterday was when I just kind of broke down a little bit. I was kind of, I was just staring at my laptop. I felt inclined to write something and I felt like my writing was terrible. Like I, I just looked at, I was looking at a blank document, blank Google doc. And I was just looking at it. I was like, I'm such a shit writer there's no way that I'm going to be able to sell my sell my products if it relates to writing, you know? And looking, like, I have so many artistic friends, and I love them all, and I think they're so, they're all super cool. And, but, like, seeing them be so successful, I am so incredibly proud of them, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it forces me to look at myself and be like okay why am I not doing that why am I not at their level yet you know and again attributing levels to that is so toxic you know because again levels having love or saying that you know someone's not on your level or someone that someone is on your level is implying that the levels are so um they have such strict criteria when they don't you know like everyone goes through their their um own journey like someone could have been drawing for a year someone could have been drawing for 20 years and they could they could have art that looks practically the same so you'll say that they're on the same level well no another person had to go through 19 previous years of drawing and experimenting and finding their own style whereas one person just kind of got lucky and or they had the natural talent to do it you know or they dedicated themselves really strictly for a year see that's the thing you can say that that person who was drawing for a year so you can say they got lucky yeah you can say that but they you don't know the amount of hours that they probably put into developing their style whereas that person who is practicing their style for 20 years they could have been drawing like once every month you know once every week or something like they probably like we can assume that they weren't dedicated you know but we can also assume that they were seriously dedicated and that's just their pacing, you know. But point is, um, I just, I couldn't stop myself from just looking at all these pictures of my friends, um, having, you know, literal, like, being like vendors at like super cool art shows and, you know, showing their work off and, you know, getting so much praise and, you know, just doing so many cool stuff I looked at myself and I was like why am I not doing that is my art not good enough like where am I lacking why why can't I do that and then also you know obviously because I'm going to college um next year looking at art portfolios on YouTube and seeing their art and seeing you know the accepted portfolios versus the rejected portfolios I'm like oh my god like I do I even have a chance like and then they have like you know 1400 SAT SAT scores and mine is literally an 1140 like mine score is bad but um I'm gonna retake it I'm gonna retake the SAT um but yeah so my score is not that good and you know I I've accepted that but I'm also gonna change it (laughs) you know I, I do want to have at least a good chance of getting into college so I'm gonna retake the SAT but um yeah so just it was endless comparison cycling through my mind and 
I felt so miserable, you know? Like, I felt like I just couldn't do anything right, um, you know? And it's hard because at some point you do need to acknowledge your, your, um, quote-unquote shortcomings and your weaknesses and things that, you know, some are, some in some cases where you do go wrong. Like, for example, I'm very, I'm spread very thin. I do lots and lots and lots of mediums. But at the same time, I'm not really a master of any of them. Like, my mom calls me the, the Jane of all trades, master of none, because I have not mastered a single um, style, you know? I mean, you could say that I've, I've ma- kind of technically mastered, like, drawing and illustration. Um, but even in that respect, I, I do lack a lot. You know, I lack a lot of technique. Technique in pretty much every every medium that I've done besides like dance because I've taken actual dance classes and illustration because my dad's an, my dad's an, an artist so I you know had um advice from him but in everything else I'm spread so thin and it's just like you know where does that get me you know um you know our colleges are gonna look at technique and do you know your stuff and um you know not just uh you know, the work that you have, but how good are you at making specific work? Um, stuff like that. And then, like, you know, again, I've mentioned that art for me is very spiritual. And for me, art is about sending a message. It's about what I have to say. It's about the things that I want to communicate to others. And I was like, I'm not really communicating anything though. Like I'm doing art that's that's cool and it looks awesome, but what am I communicating? You know? What am I trying to say? And I couldn't even really figure out what I'm trying to say. That's the issue. So I don't really know my direction. I don't really know where I'm trying to go. So where am how am I supposed to walk? Like what path am I supposed to take if I don't even know what type of direction I want to go in? Ultimately, I do want to go in acts of service you know like I want to um be an art therapist one day that would be great like having my own institution where I can help people work through their issues through art that would be amazing and I want to major in art therapy eventually um probably in like grad school or something but um if I get there that is we'll see um but I want to show people that they have so much more power than they think they have, and I want to show people that there is hope, you know, and that, you know, just, I want people to know that this life is theirs for the taking and for the making, you know, they can do whatever they want in this life, and I want to show them by example, too. That's mainly the the route that I want to take. It's because you can you can give people classes about how to you know manifest and stuff like that. But I want to show people. I want to show people how to do that through me doing that, because ultimately I'm not that qualified. But as I continue to grow and as I continue to work on myself, people are starting to notice my my impact. You know, I don't want to you know um, over hype myself, but, you know, I've been working really hard on, on self-improvement, and, 
you know, I've been in the self-improvement game for years, you know, since 2018, uh, 2017. You know, I've been super into how to elevate myself, how to be my best self. And I've been doing that a lot. And people are noticing. And that's really cool. Like, people kind of know me for my ability to reflect on my emotions and have healthy coping mechanisms and and for my advice to like how I help how I'm able to help people and assist people through their healing process like I want to do that that's one thing that's so important to me is being able to show people that they can also do it that I came from super um I came from a super rough place mentally emotionally physically you know all of that I came from such a such a shitty place but I was able to get myself to a great life that I can enjoy in this very moment and I will continue to make myself an even better life and people will start to notice like oh my god what is she doing like what is she doing to do this and or to get this life that she has and even just it's not even just about being recognized because as much as fame is great, <laughs> as much as I would love to be, in some cases, famous, um, it's not necessarily about that. It's about the mark that I leave on this world. What do I want to give to other people? How do I want to impact other people? Do I want to provide peace of... I Like, the main phrase that came to mind was, I want to provide people with peace of mind. I want to alleviate people's stress in some ways, because um, stress is a stress is a literal killer. Like it kills people if they get too stressed. So if that means giving someone peace of mind by um, providing them with their next meal or their next ten meals or something like that, giving someone peace of mind by just offering an op- by offering a listening ear, giving someone peace of mind by um, you know, funding a a project that they want to work on, you know, something like that, something that allows people to alleviate some stress, but not just giving people that, teaching people how to alleviate their own stress, teaching people how to give themselves peace of mind, teaching people how to make their lives so rich that they don't even have to reach out to other people to get that, you know. That's what I want to do. And I want to do that through example, mainly, as far as right now, because I'm still very young, and I don't have much, like, technical, um, like, experience, you know, in, in, in areas like that. Like, but as I eventually grow older, and I, I learn more about art and psychology and, you know, self-improvement, stuff like that, I want to eventually move up and be able to directly help people. And I also want to do, like, art projects, like, public installations and, um, you know, things that people can interact with so that they not only have something to take away, but they also know my name, you know? They they know what my, what my purpose is. They know what my intentions are. They know what my goals are, you know? And ultimately, being a starseed a light worker, whatever, that is my, that is my purpose, is to elevate the 
collective vibration and and I was listening to something earlier today and it was like your service like your active service can be from just helping yourself you know because even that alone elevates the collective vibration in some way but at the same time you're now an example to other people and now people are oh my are people sorry i cannot speak some people are now like oh my god i wonder what she's doing let me try that you know so being being an active service to yourself is so important first of all like you know that's why I want to better understand myself and that's why I better want to express myself because the more I express myself and the more that I'm vulnerable and open to other people and towards the public the more people will want to be vulnerable and or with themselves and to evaluate themselves not in comparison to me but looking at what I'm doing and seeing how can I apply that to my life you know how can I be more vulnerable in my life? How can I incorporate art in my life to make my life a little bit better? You know, it doesn't have to be art, too. Like, I don't want to force people to get into art or whatever. But I want to show people a method, or my method, of self, um, self, what's the word? Like, self-realization, self-evolution, stuff like that. I feel like that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, I've been really thinking about my purpose a lot recently. Like, why am I here? Um, am I just here to have a good time? Am I here to um, do something in specific? And I saw this TikTok. Um, it's by this great, this great woman on TikTok. Um, I don't know her name, but she's like, um, she's her catchphrase is like, "fuck it, fuck it, your yeah, fuck it, your Majesty." I love that. <laughs> oh, and we sit too. Um, she's like she's spiritual, obviously, and she's like, why do we force people to stress over finding their purpose when their purpose can just be, you know, helping a friend out or having a good day? You know, like why do we have to overcomplicate having a purpose? Because purpose is just your reason for doing something. Your, it's, your purpose is your reason. So, what is your reason for existing today? Really think about that. What is your purpose, or what is your reason for existing today? Why do you get up in the morning? Why do you, um, you know, yeah, why do you get up in the morning? Why do you go to school every day, or why do you go to work every day? What is powering you to do these things these mundane seemingly mundane things what is keeping you going you know um and for me what keeps me going is knowing that life can be so much better just the possibility for amazing experiences getting to experience love like falling in love or getting to experience um you know just the little details in life getting to express myself and hopefully leave leave a good 
a good mark on the world, you know? It's not even just about the future and what I will do, because that is great, but at the same time, knowing that my existence and my actions in this present moment are aligning with the things that I am destined to do and the things that align with um, my overall mark on this world. Um, Because the way that I like to visualize it is that it's not one moment in which you know you leave your footprint on the world and you know you take that step i feel like it's like sinking into concrete or something where you're the longer you're there the deeper your mark is you know the longer you're standing there the deeper and more defined your mark becomes the more that you do something the bigger your mark will be you know but ultimately even just existing today you're leaving a mark in some in somebody's world. You're leaving a mark in your reality, you know. You existing in your own reality is a mark in itself, you know. It's the biggest mark you can make, existing in your own universe, you know. Because you own it. You own your universe. So, I mean, you're literally God. So, I mean, what else, what else, like, what other, yeah. Like, that's that's insane in in and of itself but now you can start making a mark a positive mark on other people's universes and you know just leaving a good impact i guess but no matter what you do there will still always be a mark it's just how much of a mark are you willing to make on this world um yeah but honestly just thinking thinking oh and the thing for me at least my reason for existing now is the possibility of being able to positively help someone even if it's one person saving a life maybe like i love that you know making someone's day you know i i was thinking like i i watched the video and it's like or it said like in order to find your purpose you need to look at all the things that you were drawn to you were drawn to as a kid and for me it was always about making something for someone i wanted to be a chef i wanted to be a firefighter i wanted to be a, ph- a photographer or an artist it was about creating something that could help another person as far as being a fighter fi- firefighter that's literally saving someone you know it's literally helping someone's life um but making something that can positively affect someone you know um you know i always i always loved making little drawings for my teachers and my friends and stuff like that and seeing their reaction um i loved you know you have making dances that people liked and you know performing and seeing how people like like my dances not just for recognition but you know making someone's day um even just making like a nice comment to a friend just being like yo i like your dress you know and i'd be like oh my god thank you like you know now that's gonna stick with them for at least a couple hours you know no matter how long it sticks it's important um but yeah i guess that's my purpose just being of service and through being of service i am helping myself as well which is great that's always the goal um but yeah my teeth hurt 
<laughs> it's just my teeth have been hurting for a, a while. Just they, I don't know. It's like my molars. Like they, my molars hurt, and it's like it really hurts to like talk. It's just hard to talk. It just hurts. It hurts to eat mainly. Maybe my wisdom teeth are coming out. I need to get them removed. Oh my god. I need a friend to come with me. <laughs> just to make sure I don't say anything stupid. Um, but I don't even know if that's the case. So I won't worry about it. But yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to end this episode here. Because I need to go eat food before it comes becomes too late. Um, I, don't like, I don't like eating too late. So I will end the episode here. It's a little mini episode. Um, to, you know, bring us back into the flow of things. Hopefully, on Wednesday, I can do a little episode. We'll see, though. No promises. Absolutely no promises. I will not make any promises anymore. Um, but yeah. Your homework. Your homework. You have a dreadful sentence. Your homework is to... Hmm. I would say, for this episode, your homework is to is the question that I asked earlier. What what motivates you what motivates you to get up in the morning? Why do you get up every day? Is it, you know, for yourself? Is it for um you know for your mother or for your dad or is it, you know, to help out, you know, that that homeless person across the street? Or is it to make something new you know whether it's music um actually like physical art or something like that um just you know why do you get up in the morning is it to just exist because you feel like you you have to um but yeah that's your homework you can write that down or don't write it down write in your notes app i don't care um but yeah thank you for listening to episode, I don't know, of the Vessel Effect podcast. Um, I'm your host, Samara Wilson. Um, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.